I shared some writing on my socials earlier this week on the topic of forgiveness. And the core of the writing said, forgiveness isn't healthy forgiveness if it involves self-abandonment. And I'd like to explore that topic a little bit more today as we talk about healthy forgiveness on the one side, and then what I'm calling forced forgiveness on the other side. Um, Healthy forgiveness being the bright side of this coin, forced forgiveness being the shadow side. I feel as though we don't, as a community, talk about uh, the shadow aspects of forgiveness in general because all of us feel that to forgive is a healthy thing. So I'd like to explore that topic a little bit more. Merriam-Webster defines to forgive or the act of forgiveness as to cease to feel resentment against an offender. And so, of course, this sounds like a good thing to all of us, and it is a good thing when we allow ourselves to be released from the resentment of a transgression against us, it actually helps us to feel better, to feel happier, and more positive in our lives. There's a wonderful quote by Lewis B. Smeads that says, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that prisoner was you. So one of the fundamental tenets of forgiveness work is that we really forgive for ourselves, not for the benefit of the other person or people. That being said, I think this trend towards forgiveness has gotten us away from the focus being on ourselves and our own healing work and sometimes on the actual outcome of forgiveness as being the most important piece. Such that if we can't get our place, ourselves to a place of forgiveness, there's a certain amount of judgment that we may feel or experience about ourselves. Um, in spiritual and healing circles, I often find particularly that forgiveness is almost always talked about as being at the core of healing work or one of the core fundamental pieces of healing work. The message often being sent is you can't heal unless you forgive. I find that to be actually um, the reversal of the way that I would propose that we look at forgiveness, which is that the core of the work is healing. And when we heal and we do our personal development work, the natural byproduct of healing over time, most often, more often than not, is forgiveness. But I think somehow that forgiveness has become its own center or locus of the healing process to the point where we say, well, forgiveness must be number one or a tremendously big part of your healing work. And so we work forgiveness at at, at its own um, essence, but oftentimes it can take us away from actual true and real healing. I feel that this becomes particularly salient when we're looking at issues of trauma and of abuse. So obviously when we experience, you know, an acute issue or transgression from somebody, there's a start, a middle, an end. Somebody cut us off on the freeway. A friend or a family member said something impolite. Um, it, it, that type of forgiveness is often very easy to achieve simply by the act of forgiving itself. Um, But when we're talking about 
issues in which there's been a core or larger fundamental level of betrayal that penetrates to the point of trauma or abuse, that type of forgiveness for forgiveness sakes can actually create a weaponization of that forgiveness for the person who has experienced the trauma, abuse, or deep level of betrayal. We see this a lot in marginalized communities, particularly people of color um, and other communities that have sort of been pushed away from having a seat at the table and also have been judged for any number of particular reasons by an an overarching society. And so what happens often with people who are in that position is that they are, the message that's being given to them by society or community or a culture, even a person is, oh, well, just get over it. Why don't you just forgive? Come on. This is no big deal or that happened so far in the past. Why are you still holding on to it? And so in this way, we can use forgiveness to actually gaslight people and to make them feel that their experience is not valid for what it is. And this is how we get toxic forgiveness, forced forgiveness. The shadow side of forgiveness is by forcing it often by an abuser or transgressor onto that other person. Um, Sometimes also in our communities, this uh, forcing can be seemingly well-meaning. The other person is thinking that they are trying to help or support somebody. Oh, why don't you just forgive? Why don't you just let it go? But again, this creates a certain amount of self-abandonment, which means that we forgive for somebody else's benefit rather than forgiving for our own. And I feel as though in spiritual circles, particularly, we can use toxic positivity and spiritual bypassing to say, hey, you know, if you don't forgive, you're not really evolved. You're not really spiritual. You're not really ascended or enlightened. Um, And so then we also take that in and experience this feeling of shame or judgment that, oh gosh, I wasn't able to forgive. So shoot, I must not be a good person. I must not be, be doing my personal development work. Okay, let me hammer harder on this idea of forgiveness so that I can get there. As I think about forgiveness in this way, forgiveness really is a trajectory and it's a process. For most of us that have experienced trauma, we don't just find the outcropping of forgiveness once. We often find ourselves having to do it over and over and over again. But again, the key piece being here that the forgiveness is an outcropping of the experience of healing rather than the other way around. Um, Some people might even question is is it really forgiveness if you're feeling forced to do it? Can that actually have an element of forgiveness to it? And I will say absolutely 100%. Um, Even in the energy of attempting to forgive somebody, um, there is genuine authenticity inside of that. But it's the moment when we continue to self-abandon that that forgiveness begins to lose its meaning and actually can internally create more damage for ourselves. And so in that way, when we feel forced to forgive, oftentimes it's a way of keeping the person small, keeping us small by saying, oh, you're supposed to forgive. Come on, 
let it go. And so then we do this forgiveness work or attempt to do it. Um, but really inside, we are feeling disempowered. We're feeling gaslit. We're feeling small. And so in this way, we, we weaponize. Forgiveness is weaponized against a person as something that should be done, but really in a way that's actually being used to control the other person. So what do we do if we find ourselves in this situation where we know that forgiveness is looming, we're doing our healthy spiritual development and healing work, we're working on ourselves personally and the best that we possibly can. What do we do when we're sitting here going, gosh, is the forgiveness that I'm feeling, is this really true and accurate and correct for me? Or is this something I'm feeling forced to do? And oftentimes it's a combination of the two. My sense is that the the most important piece about this is in the label forced forgiveness. If it's being forced in any way, shape, or form, it's likely not healthy. It's likely not a byproduct of the healing work that you've been doing. And probably if you look at it a little deep, more deeply, you'll recognize or see that this type of forgiveness is requiring you to do something that doesn't feel right to you. That uh, disavows your particular feelings, your boundaries, your emotions, and even your experience of the situation to a point where then you've now created more of a toxic energy inside of yourself rather than what we're going for or hoping for, which is relief and release of that anger and that resentment. So really and truly, Forgiveness is not healthy forgiveness if something inside of us is saying, this just isn't right. This doesn't feel right. I'm not ready for this. Um, something inside of me is pushing against this. This is your psyche and your body's alarm system saying something here is not right. And so then what do we do in that moment? We allow ourselves more time and space. Anytime we find ourselves forcing something and it's not getting us quickly to where we need to go, then that forcing becomes damaging. And so then it's an opportunity to pull back and say, you know what? I'm not going to force any longer. I'm going to let go. I'm going to go on with my life, do what I can do, go out and enjoy myself a little bit, enjoy the world, enjoy my life. And oftentimes what we find is once that happens for a period of time, we come back around to that original challenging issue and suddenly forgiveness is just there. Um, so I find it really interesting that I'm recording this first podcast on April 8th, this is a day that's been really uh, important in my life for the last eight years. Um, uh, most importantly, my nephew was born on April 8th, uh, eight years ago. So he's eight years old today on April 8th. Um, but a year after that, a very close and dear friend of mine that I took care of in the last nine months of his life passed away on April 8th as well. And that was a relationship that required an extreme amount of, of healing work and forgiveness uh, for anybody that's interested in more of that story, I did uh, do a speaking engagement on it as part of the new narrative in San Diego, which was held by Nathan Young. Uh, and that recording is on YouTube if anybody wants to dive into a different side of forgiveness as it relates to death and dying and trying to heal relationships on a karmic or more soul level. 
And then a year after he passed away, my wonderful Reiki master and teacher, Teresa Hall, also passed on April 8th. Um, and so now here catapulting several years later, um, I'm in the space of talking about forgiveness, recording this first podcast, taking another big step out in my life, um, and doing it again on a date that has been particularly pertinent and salient. So thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. Please feel free to leave comments. Um, love to start a dialogue about this. And of course, feel free to share this around as you would like. My goal is to release a talk or a guided meditation once a week. Uh, and so you can come back here, look at my website, seeksparkshine.com for updated podcasts. And thank you all so much. Sending lots of love and brightest blessings.